0: It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather, and he who controls the weather will control the world. Earth at risk of catastrophic collapse as early as 2025. That new upbeat headline is from msn.com. And for the record, the formerly estimated worst case scenario for the biosphere life support factor that the headline refers to was not thought to occur until 2100 or after. And here it is, 75 years ahead of schedule. More in a moment. Wildfires are raging in over a dozen countries. Earth's last remaining forests are incinerating. The complete toxification of our breathable air column. No place to hide, ultimately, for any of us. The contamination is ubiquitous. New from CNN, smoke from hundreds of Canadian wildfires blankets northern U.S. cities with air pollution. Yes, again, the controllers have already stated, don't expect it to end. And there's this question, what else is in the smoke banks that are now regularly held down on the surface by ionosphere heater-induced atmospheric high-pressure heat domes? Aerosol spraying operations can regularly be seen directly over the smoke canopies. And whatever this is about, it's not benevolent. From zeromedia.com, the graphic truth, Canada wildfires scorch records. Up to almost 30 million acres since May 1st of this year. And on the other side of Canada, where record fires were raging, now there's this from theweathernetwork.com. Nova Scotia flood catastrophe. What went wrong? Question mark. Look up and investigate climate engineering and you'll find a major piece of this puzzle. The report says an entire summer's worth of rain fell in just a couple of hours. They continue, an unprecedented deluge swept over southern Nova Scotia. Record deluges, record droughts, and record wildfires, hallmarks of climate intervention operations. There could be no legitimate discussion of climate, anything from any perspective, without first and foremost addressing the climate engineering elephant in the equation. And it's not just the forest fires and floods. Our oceans are also dying. From the Washington Post, scientists detect sign that a crucial ocean current is near collapse. How near? Not centuries out, not decades away. The just-published research conclusions state that the planet-cooling AMOC current, which includes the Gulf Stream current, are close to collapse. As the planet's cooling systems shut down, how hot are the seas? Consider this new headline. In hot water. South Florida ocean tops 100 degrees. Could be world record. That's also from MSN.com. report says a buoy in... Manatee Bay, about 40 miles south of Miami, posted a temperature of 101.1 degrees. For comparison, the ideal temperature of a hot tub is 100 to 102 degrees, according to jacuzzi.com. And no, not could be a record, is a record, though Matrix Media will most certainly be called in to cast doubt on the true degree of superheating oceans. And about those last two headlines, if you haven't connected them already, please do so now. They're inseparable. Off-the-scale temperature, superheating oceans, and the already unfolding collapse of the AMOC current, which includes the Gulf Stream current. Translation for all I just covered, the planet's cooling systems are breaking down at blinding speed. Climate engineering operations in the attempt to temporarily and toxically mask the damage already done to the planet. And to utilize weather manipulation as a covert weapon is making the unfolding existential threats we now face on countless biosphere fronts far worse, not better. The controllers aren't going to let go of this weapon until nothing is left or until populations wake the hell up and stop participating in their own demise. This includes military brothers and sisters to whom I say, please, Remember your oath to protect your countrymen from all threats, foreign and domestic. Though countless forms of human activities are laying waste to our formerly thriving planet, climate engineering is preventing Earth from responding to the damage done on her own. If we continue on this trajectory, our days are numbered. And about those that call all of this, quote, alarmism, along with denying climate engineering operations, some perspective on such denial of near-term existential threats later in this broadcast. Moving on, back to what we collectively face, more on the beyond dire warning of ocean current collapse, which again to tie the issues of the superheated water in Florida to the already unfolding collapse of the AMOC current, which includes the Gulf Stream, those issues again connected. That's why those waters are superheating so rapidly. The planet's Cooling system is shutting down. New from the UK Guardian. Gulf Stream could collapse as early as 2025. Studies suggest they say a collapse would bring catastrophic climate impacts. And this headline is dire beyond true description. How could the so-called science community misjudge their former worst-case predictions by 75 years? Geoengineeringwatch.org has been warning of this exact scenario for a decade and a half, and now the so called experts are forced to begin admitting to the truth, not because they're invested in telling the truth, but because they can no longer hide it. From MSN.com, world scientists warn of massive impacts to billions if we pass critical threshold. The report continues a serious toll on people's lives will occur. Too late we passed the point of no return over two decades ago we are going to go to the bottom of the canyon no amount of putting on the brakes matters when you're flying through the air again the proverbial Thelma and Louise moment the question that remains is this will anyone survive the ride to the bottom of the abyss the summer of 2023 is and will continue to be the hottest summer ever recorded, and it will be the coolest summer for the rest of your life. Think deeply about that, and I truly wish the horizon we face wasn't this dire, but it is. You're listening to the weekly installment of the commercial-free, non-political, global alert news report, The End of the World as We Know It broadcast, brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org, the largest and most visited website in the world on the subject of Global Climate Engineering Operations, a.k.a. Weather Warfare. Reaching a critical mass of awareness is the only way forward in this fight. Try a Geoengineering Watch shirt, hoodie, or full-color printed climate engineering awareness materials to get the conversation going with family and friends. Every day counts in this all-important battle to sound the alarm. Geoengineering Watch awareness raising materials can be found on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. Our only goal, to fully expose and halt the climate engineering assault. So how dark is the wider horizon? Let's press on more headlines. From unprecedented wildfires to unprecedented floods, the latest victim of this scenario, at least one of the latest victims, is Nova Scotia, Canada. Stay tuned and consider that drought deluge scenarios are the hallmark of climate intervention operations. The geoengineers control the flow of rain, where it will fall, and how toxic that rain will be. From Climate Action Australia, This headline, Planetary Inferno, the rapid rise in global warming manifested by current extreme weather events betray a dangerous underestimation of the Earth's livable climate while governments ignore climate science and climate engineering. In fact, the whole of the so-called climate science community pretending climate engineering is just a proposal. We absolutely live in an asylum, and I... Am baffled every day, not just at the denial from the climate science community, but the denial by the general public. It is changing, thankfully, because many are beginning to realize that they are sinking on the same ship as the over three dozen countries around the world that are already descending into starvation chaos and carnage and it's spreading like a wildfire when we reach the point where no one can help anyone that's when mad max starts that when scenarios comparable to what's depicted in the movie the road begin to occur and it's close far closer than almost any dare to imagine on that note next headline from metro.co.uk scientists give damning verdict on europe's catastrophic heat wave tens of thousands will die Direct quote from that source. From NewScientist.com, it's not a sixth mass extinction event that we're precipitating. It's a mass extermination event. This new headline from NewScientist.com confirms exactly the conclusion that has been stated on this broadcast for nearly a decade and at GeoengineeringWatch.org for a decade and a half. Why did it take the so-called scientists so long to catch up? Have they finally found their courage Let's hope so, because ignoring reality won't make it go away. From the New Yorker magazine, doomsday prep for the super rich. From that report, some of the wealthiest people in America, in Silicon Valley, New York and beyond, are getting ready for the crack up of civilization. Again, that from the New Yorker magazine. From medium.com, 2023 is the year climate change went exponential. Again, this is the non-linear Equation that I have tried to make clear for so many years. This is what we face. It's an exponential unraveling of the climate system, cascading collapse, climate engineering fueling that fire, countless other forms of human activity contributing to this demise, if we remain in the current course of our species and likely the entire web of life. But this year is the through the guardrail moment described earlier. This report from medium.com then says the effects can be felt everywhere with four simultaneous heat domes, described part of that in last week's broadcast, shattering high temperature records all over the world, often by several degrees, and we're just halfway through the year. And yet it's a virtual certainty, according to all existing data, that 2023 will be the hottest year in recorded history, and not just the history of modern, industrialized, militarized, so-called civilization, but based on paleo data, it is likely that we have just endured, I believe, 24 or 25 days in a row, all of which were warmer than any previous days recorded since record-keeping began, and likely, again, based on paleo data, perhaps the warmest streak of 23 or 24 days in the last 100,000 or more years based on paleo data. We are in completely uncharted territory. Buckle up, because the ride is going to get rough soon. On that note, consider this not-so-fun fact. Greenland's glaciers are melting 100 times faster than previously estimated. 100 times faster. That's 10,000% worse than they thought. And please, please don't believe me. Investigate the statistics for yourself. This shocking fact was covered in December of last year by LiveScience.com and many other sources. Do we see this on Matrix media, on the televised media? Never. Political theater of the absurd, completely scripted by the controllers of the Matrix, and how many are buying into that and distracted by it while the tidal wave looms over our collective heads? Next, from thehill.com. In the climate red zone, the U.S. and E.U. are considering urgent interventions. Considering. Could, may, might climate engineer someday if it gets bad enough. And people still buy into that denial, even though it's raging in the skies above our heads every single day. From this report, brown skies over Europe and North America from Canadian wildfires and record hot North Atlantic seas are signs that we have reached a new level of climate risk, the report says. They continue, risk that threatens the well-being of nearly everyone on Earth, Threats described in stark terms by the United Nations and by scientific and foreign affairs experts were underscored by global average surface temperatures briefly passing 1.5 degrees Celsius, a threshold for intensified danger. Let's stop right there. That's a glaring lie. Based on unfiltered frontline temperature data, we are past 3.5 degrees Celsius. Climate data is being falsified across the board to the downside, to try to pacify populations until the moment of impact, just like the UV readings are completely falsified. The official UV readings measure down to 300 nanometers only. That's UVA and half the UVB spectrum. The other half of the UVB spectrum and the entire UVC spectrum are not even being measured for, certainly not reported on. Thus, the UV readings, as bad as they may seem, are not nearly as bad as the UV radiation actually is. That's why. Surfaces are so hot to the touch you can feel it on your skin and those that are ignoring this and telling themselves It's just their imagination. They're just getting older and more sensitive. That's not true That's not true. It's killing tree foliage it's killing insects. It's killing plankton and it's killing us Pay attention to your God-given senses you have them for a reason Stop believing the official denial because it feels better We have to face what's unfolding or we won't be here much longer and that is the fact of the matter Continuing from BBC, climate records tumble, leaving Earth in uncharted territory. These headlines, there's so many. I'll cover as many as I can on this broadcast just to give an idea of what now no longer can be hidden in spite of the fact that we see none of this on the three primary U.S. matrix media televised political circuses. It's called the so-called news now, and so many still caught up in that feeding from the trough of official disinformation, distraction, and division, with Matrix Media paid liars telling the public what they want to hear. The economy is getting better. Perpetual growth will last forever. Your retirement accounts are safe and sound. You'll live happily ever after. Time to wake up. It's all a lie. Except, perhaps, the happily ever after part, which doesn't have to be a lie. If we choose to do what's right... Because it's right, regardless of how great the odds are against us, and if we never yield to the fading of the light, ever, till our last breath, we can face our maker without turning away, in shame. And what could matter more than that? And thus, that story ends well. Moving on from the AtlanticCouncil.org, this headline, Heat is Killing Us and the Economy Too, again for the record. As nature dies, so does the perpetual consumption economy, followed by industrialized, militarized civilization itself. It's a given. So-called green energy will save us, though, right? Not so much. From Forbes.com, those in the Southwest are learning that electric cars don't like it hot. Now let's add this. Same theme from Carscoops.com, excessive heat can axe almost a third of range in some electric vehicles. And as it gets even hotter, that equation will get even worse. Same is true with solar panels. How many know that? The hotter it gets, the worse they work. And it's a very, very big difference. The rated power output can be cut in half because of the intense heat, which is being made far worse by the UV radiation that is a very penetrating thermal energy. All things that the so-called green energy pushing sources don't tell us. From Esquire.com, Apocalypse Now, Phoenix Edition, have you ever felt this kind of heat? Phoenix shattering records, not just during the daytime, but at night also. It's not cooling off. This is indicative of an atmosphere that is trapping far more heat than it releases. Multiple factors in this equation. Climate engineering is one. Yes, the toxic particles that deflect some of the daytime thermal energy buildup are trapping it at night. But greenhouse gases are also a massive part of this equation, not just CO2 Also methane, nitrous oxide, we're losing the polar ice, the cryosphere, which now causes the oceans and terrestrial regions to absorb far more of the incoming thermal energy instead of reflecting it. All of these things, feedback loops. There's about 50 in full play right now. Again, the non-linear equation we face, an abrupt climate collapse, far worse than anything that's yet been officially disclosed. New from BBC parallel headline to one mentioned earlier, this climate records tumble, leaving Earth in uncharted territory, say scientists a series of climate records on temperatures, ocean heat, and Antarctic sea ice have alarmed scientists who say their speed and timing is unprecedented. Again, gee, we didn't know. We knew at geomagreanwatch.org, but the whole of the so-called climate science community didn't know. Don't believe that. They simply don't have the courage to admit the truth or being intimidated into not admitting the truth. They need to band together, stand up and tell the truth because hiding in their cabin on the Titanic won't save them. From resilience.org, the eco-collapse we were warned about has begun. No, hasn't just begun. It is well advanced at this point and accelerating by the day. From USA Today, extreme heat is killing more people and the worst is yet to come. From that report, the world is witnessing temperatures never experienced in recorded history. Algeria Recorded highest nighttime low temperature in African history. This happened this week, over 103 degrees. That's the nighttime low temperature. Again, indicative of all the things I just described. From PHYS.org, July has been so blistering hot, scientists already calculate it's the warmest month on record. And let's keep in mind, we're past 500 and I can't remember how many months, 540 or 50 consecutive months of above normal temperatures. 500 plus in a row. From Fortune magazine, imminent collapse of Atlantic current could lead to sudden irreversible climate impacts. Again, parallel headline to some already mentioned on this broadcast, but I brought this up because when they say could lead to, no, wrong, not could, may, might, we're already there. And I hear so many ask or they say, they conclude, based on what they want to believe, that if we simply stopped climate engineering, everything would be fine. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Does that mean we don't fight this fight? That we don't try to expose and halt climate engineering? No, it doesn't mean that. Because if we can expose and stop climate engineering and allow the planet to respond on its own to the damage done, we would at least buy time and that's worth fighting for. But it doesn't mean that everything magically resets. That's not how it works. To give an example of that, in the most parallel mass extinction on the planet, the PETM event from 55 million years ago, methane mass extinction event, much like what's happening now, except what is happening now is far worse. There's far more damage done to the planet, and it's happening literally hundreds of times faster, which makes it equally as worse we have an equilibrium period after the Petum event, about 10 to 20 million years. That's a long time. From the UK Guardian, quote, like a blowtorch, Mediterranean on fire as blazes spread across nine countries. This reports as wildfires were burning in at least nine countries across the Mediterranean this week as blazes spread in Croatia, Italy, and Portugal with thousands of firefighters in Europe and North Africa working to contain flames stoked by high temperatures, dry conditions, and strong winds. At least 34 people were killed in Algeria, where 8,000 firefighters battled blazes across the tender, dry north. Fires burned a total of 15 provinces, leading to the evacuation of thousands of people. Witnesses described fleeing walls of flames that raged like a blowtorch, destroying homes and coastal resorts, and turning vast forest areas into blackened wastelands. Do we see any of this on Matrix Media that shows us nothing but Biden this, Trump that, Scripted circus that means nothing against the background of imminent planetary omnicide. Next headline from TechWire.com Heat domes and doomsday. A sun dimmer may be the only way to prevent climate disaster. That's their headline. Let's examine this for just a moment. The climate engineering card, the solar radiation management so called solution, was played over 75 years ago. And those who deployed this, We're not doing it out of benevolence. They were doing it as a way to keep business as usual by masking the true severity of damage already done to the planet while inflicting even more damage at the same time and to use weather as a weapon. So when these so-called science sources pretend that we have this last final card we can play if things get bad enough, that is a blatant, glaring lie. Card has been played, again, not out of benevolence, with catastrophic consequences that are manifesting now, if we don't expose it and halt it, game over. And even if we can do that, we face unimaginable challenges. Keep that in mind. From ABC Australia, this. This gives more depth and dimension to what's happening in the polar regions. Antarctic sea ice levels dive in five sigma event this is the report as experts flag worsening consequences for planet the report then says this winter has confirmed what scientists had feared the sea ice around antarctica is in sharp decline for the first time the sea ice extent has been unable to substantially recover this winter leaving scientists baffled Why are they baffled? On every front, scientists are baffled. They can't figure it out. This is exactly what we have warned about at geogingwatch.org for a decade and a half. And I hope all those on alternative media that have unfortunately chosen to, without due investigation, believe that the planet was somehow cooling or entering an ice age, which I don't know what planet they're considering, but it's not this one. I'm asking everyone to re-examine your conclusions. That's all I'm asking. Please re-examine them because the more correct we are, the more credibility we have and the more we can move this fight forward. Back to the ABC Australia report. To say that the collapse of Antarctic sea ice is unprecedented isn't strong enough. They continue, for those that are interested in statistics, this is a five sigma event, a.k.a. five standard deviations beyond the mean, which means... That a winter like this could occur only about once every 7.5 million years. That sounds bad. That indicates we are truly off the edge of the abyss, but it gets worse. It got worse since this report was published earlier in the week, and now we're at an even worse scenario, an even more catastrophic scenario. This next report was published just after the report I just covered, from ScienceAlert.com, 6.4 Sigma event. Antarctic sea ice hits lowest point since official records began. Again, that's an understatement. A five Sigma event. That's once in 7.5 million year event. And now already, same week, we're at a 6.4 Sigma event. Antarctica's ice has been melting. The report states in a way that climate models never predicted. Again, think of that. This is exactly what we have stated at org was happening for a decade and a half, and they have the audacity to say that climate models never predicted this. How could we have known and they not know? They knew. But those who control the matrix have done their best to mask the true severity of what's unfolding until the last possible moment, and they have done that in very effective ways, and many have taken the bait. But What's happening can't be hidden for much longer. Scientists do not yet have a detailed understanding, the report says, of how the Southern Hemisphere's ocean ice and atmosphere actually interact. These same so-called scientists can't even or won't even admit to the climate engineering elephant in the equation. How can we trust their assessment of what's coming in any capacity? Because they won't tell the truth. They have not told the truth and there cannot be. There isn't. There will never be. Any legitimate discussion of climate anything from any perspective without first and foremost addressing the climate engineering, a.k.a. weather warfare issue. Continuing with this report, they state a collapse, speaking of the Arctic ice and the AMOC current, would bring catastrophic climate impacts. A collapse of the AMOC would have disastrous consequences around the world, severely disrupting the rains that billions of people depend on for food in India, South America, and West Africa. Let's stop there for just a moment. What about climate engineering totally disrupting the hydrological cycle all over the world? And that is absolutely inarguable. We can see it on satellite imagery. The cutting off of precipitation, wherever those who control the climate engineering juggernaut of mass destruction. Wherever they want to shut off precipitation, they do. And we saw this in the Middle Eastern countries that were targeted immediately after 9-11. I've been over this many, many times in this broadcast. Every single one of those countries subsequently underwent a once in 1,000 year drought. That's not nature, that's climate engineering. And the leaders of some of those countries, in the case of Iran, on the floor of the UN stating NATO was cutting off their precipitation, thus destabilizing their food production, thus destabilizing their populations. And now we see countries all over the world being subjected to exactly the same, including the American population. We see a systematic targeting of agricultural regions with weather catastrophe, flash flood, flash drought, flash freeze in the right season, flash hailstones with massive hail and extreme amounts of this hail, when will people wake up, look up, and face reality? It's starting to happen, but it's not happening fast enough. This report continues referring to the collapse of Arctic ice and the AMOC current. They say it would increase storms and drop temperatures in Europe and lead to a rising sea level on the eastern coast of North America. Sea level is not uniform, by the way, for those who don't know that. Undersea topography, a part of that factor. Wind currents, part of the factor. They say it would also further endanger the Amazon rainforest and Antarctic ice sheets, both of which are completely collapsing right now. They say, I think we should be very worried, said Professor Peter Detlefson of the University of Copenhagen in Denmark, and who led the new study. This would be a very, very large change. The AMOC has not been shut off for 12,000 years. It's one of the climate tipping points scientists are most concerned about as global temperatures continue to rise The most recent assessment by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change concluded that the AMOC would not collapse this century. That's what I stated at the beginning of this broadcast. The new study adds to the evidence that it is much closer than we thought, 75 years closer. And for those who don't know who the IPCC is, that's the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, it's the largest scientific panel ever assembled on any subject in human history, and their job has been to... Downplay the severity of what's unfolding in order to pacify populations until the moment of impact. That's how so-called academia works. That's how the matrix system works. From the UK Guardian, warming oceans are a warning of the chaos ahead. It's not ahead. It's happening right now. In fact, on that same theme from mercurynews.com, study, increased marine heat waves in Pacific threaten seabirds, not just threaten. It's far worse than that. We have untold millions of seabirds dying all over the globe because they have nothing to eat, because the oceans are dying, plankton's dying, intense UV radiation from the now decimated ozone layer thanks to climate engineering, the single biggest factor destroying it, killing plankton, bottom of the food chain, everything up the ladder begins to die. On that note, from the UK Telegraph, quote, mystery as 2,000 dead penguins wash up on Uruguay Beach. Reports as officials have ruled out avian flu and said 90% of the juvenile penguins had empty stomachs and no fat reserves. How hard is this to figure out? Why is it a mystery? No food in their stomach, no fat reserves. Obviously, they have nothing to eat. And it takes a team of scientists to come up with, it's a mystery, gee, we don't know. Here's more bad news. This one from the New York Times. 52 whales die after mass stranding in Western Australia. This is only one small sample of the ocean die-off carnage that's occurring all over the world. Terrestrially, same scenario. Next headline, this one from Popular Mechanics magazine. Half of the ocean's surface has changed color. That shouldn't happen. That's the headline. Their words, not mine. From the report, human-driven climate change is altering the chemistry of the world's oceans, including their very color. Approximately 56% of the ocean's surface is slowly changing color due to human-induced climate change, they say. And I'm not denying that part of the equation, but there's a much bigger factor in this case that they are ignoring. I'll get to that. They continue with their report, phytoplankton are arguably the most important organisms on earth as they are responsible for producing 70% of the world's oxygen, capturing carbon from the atmosphere and providing the nutritional foundation for a vast web of marine life. What's missing from this equation? Again, extreme UV radiation, including UVC, that is bombarding not just terrestrial regions, but our oceans wiping out plankton that has to feed in the upper layers of the water column because they photosynthesize. None of this being disclosed by the so-called climate science community, climate engineering, single biggest factor destroying the ozone layer, not being disclosed, any official source. Here's a reminder of the following headline that I covered in this broadcast in July of 2022. Here's the headline, research finds Atlantic plankton all but wiped out in catastrophic loss of life. And this headline from the same time window, 90% of plankton gone from Atlantic Ocean. This peer-reviewed report was published again in July of 2022. Plankton populations were monitored at 500 separate locations in the Atlantic. And again, the conclusion, 90% decline. As soon as this report was published, the Matrix Media machine of mass deception went into overdrive in the attempt to downplay and deny the dire conclusions of this report, quelling public panic. That's the objective. The exact same scenario played out just when extremely dire ozone layer collapse was published by scientists. Matrix Media downplayed and denied, putting populations back to sleep while the sand in the hourglass runs out. Next, this core component of the AMOC ocean current collapse scenario. A piece of the puzzle that the power structure and the climate engineers will continue to blame on nature. Here's the headline, new from iflscience.com polar vortex and polar jet stream are facing an earth-changing upset. The report continues, as global temperatures continue to climb, we're playing an increasingly dangerous game that could seriously upset this grand force of nature, the consequences of which are not totally known. For the record, Climate engineering operations are manipulating atmospheric pressure zones, which in turn manipulates wind currents, which impacts ocean currents. So many roads in so many ways lead straight back to climate engineering operations. U.S. lower 48 states currently scheduled temperatures for the next week. The northwest and the southeast are both scheduled to continue to bake under ionosphere-heater-induced high-pressure heat domes. Elsewhere, pop-up thunderstorms will be utilized to temporarily and toxically cool some regions. Lots of hail likely, some of it big. Welcome to chemical ice nucleation cloud seeding cool downs. Please search and review the engineering winter section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn much more about that aspect of climate engineering operations that unfortunately no one that I know of except geoengineeringwatch.org is trying to disclose. From CNN... We're witnessing the sixth great extinction. That's the headline. They say a triad of climate problems, global temperatures hitting record highs, sea surface temperatures rising. They're not just rising, they're skyrocketing. And a remarkably low Antarctic sea ice extent point to disaster. Yes, we're neck deep in the sixth mass extinction on planet Earth. and You can't just shut it off. From rawstory.com, Earth is becoming unlivable and politicians keep ignoring it because that's what their job is. That's what they're tasked with doing. And they are so good at it. They say, will Phoenix become America's first unlivable city? Question This is just the beginning. And denial still rules the day. For so many, it seems that nothing can awaken them from their... Comatose state, not the shockingly visible climate engineering operations in our skies, not the unfolding and accelerating climate chaos, not the incinerating forests all over the world, not the collapsing crops all over the world, not the superheating seas and collapsing fisheries all over the world, not the total meltdown of the polar regions, not the declining atmospheric oxygen levels, not the loss of our once deep blue skies. It seems for far too many, not until they have nothing to eat, nothing to drink and their loved ones succumb, will some decide to poke their heads out of their hole and take a look around. You're listening to the weekly installment of Global Alert News, the bad news broadcast, installment number 416, July 29th, 2023. This is Dane Wigington, your host. Global Alert News is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org, the largest and most visited website in the world on the subject of covert climate intervention operations, a.k.a. Weather Warfare, also known as Geoengineering. The commercial-free non-political global alert news hour is now broadcast on 25 AM and FM stations throughout the country. All recent recordings of this broadcast can be found on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent column. Geoengineering Watch wishes to express our deepest gratitude to those that have helped us to expand our reach, and thus our voice in this desperate last-hour effort to sound the alarm, because keep in mind, All of these stations that air this broadcast, it's all paid for out of pocket. That's why there's no politics and no commercials because we have no material sponsors to answer to, none. That's the point. I can say what desperately needs to be said. I can sound the alarm without having to answer to some merchandise supplier that wants to use this broadcast as a sales platform. That will never happen, never. I will never participate in that. If you're on our email list, please put us on our email contact book so that our mailouts don't go to spam files. Please help us to share the groundbreaking documentary, The Dimming, which fully exposes the climate engineering atrocities. The best way to share is by circulating the direct link to The Dimming by email directly from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. Sharing directly helps us to overcome social media censorship. When viewing our YouTube of the dimming or global alert news or any other geoengineering watch video on YouTube, please subscribe, share, and comment, all of which helps us to circulate critically important data to a much wider audience. About reaching those that still aren't looking up, again, geoengineering watch awareness raising materials can be found on our homepage. These are great conversation starters. Our only goal is to provide activists what they need to move this fight forward as fast as possible. Very high quality printed materials, shocking images, pictures worth a thousand words as the proverb goes. We also have geoengineering watch hoodies and geoengineering watch shirts. The images of a military tanker descending down over the planet, spraying, a dimming sun is in the background, and this caption, Stop Climate Engineering, Investigate, and blow that, geoengineeringwatch.org so people can find a credible source of data to continue their investigation. We have scannable business cards, bumper stickers, all effective tools to help strike up a conversation on the climate engineering issue on which our futures collectively depend. Waking the masses to the climate engineering assault is the great imperative. We must expose it. If we can do that, so many wheels in this battle will turn on their own as people participating military personnel, their families all realize they are participating in their own demise. If you're willing to share a picture of yourself with a geoengineering watch, shirt, or hoodie, perhaps at a gym, farmer's market, or busy street downtown somewhere, please send us your photo so that we can post it as part of our activist compilation, which is part of our materials page. The images encourage others to make their voices heard in this all-important battle to sound the alarm. And to all those that are marching forward in this fight. In spite of the increasing day-to-day challenges we all face, you have my deepest undying gratitude. We marched together in this battle. Back to the superheating seas. Florida ocean temperatures this week, again, 101 degrees. All the coral in these regions died, including experimental research reefs with corals that were thought to be heat-resistant. It's scorchingly hot above the waterline, Also from msn.com, record crushing heat is blasting Florida with no clear end. High pressure heat domes can keep this heat concentrated for extremely long periods of time and the ground temperatures at night don't cool off. Heat dome is sinking air. Heat doesn't rise and escape back into the atmosphere and compounding that. Again, the factors I mentioned earlier, we have a buildup of Numerous greenhouse gases we have climate engineering elements trapping more heat than they deflect we have forests dying all over the globe that's adding to the heat problem we have plankton dying. I could go on and on but you get the idea more in the dying coral Great Barrier Reef dying as well. I've been there twice two expeditions to the Great Barrier Reef. I am so grateful I got to see it before its collapse. But how deeply disturbing it is to know what I witnessed. Is no more. From Axis.com, Florida researchers rushed to save thousands of corals from historic ocean heat. When Coral Restoration Foundation checked the Sombrero Reef in Florida Keys, a restoration site the CRF team has been working on for over a decade, the effects of the extreme temperatures were clear. Quote, What we found was unimaginable 100% coral mortality, end quote. From ABC News, Hawaii's coral reefs are in peril. The rainforest of the sea, the report says, is in sharp decline. But they say researchers are working to save it. So they say there is hope in the story. This is parallel to putting tarps over the North Pole, South Pole, and Greenland. Putting Brazil-sized balloons in the atmosphere. Building undersea walls to hold up glaciers. All of these ludicrous proposals from the so-called science community. Yes, by all means, trust the matrix-manipulated experts and their mass-distraction nonsense. So, there won't be a happy ending for the corals, which, if it isn't clear yet, can't live in hot tub temperature seas. And the same is true for the already-collapsed kelp forests, which disturbs me to the marrow, as I once spent countless hours roaming in these undersea forests. Alone and in solitude over so many years, bearing witness to an unimaginable abundance of diversity and life, with golden shafts of sunlight beaming down through the kelp canopy. All of this, now gone. Let's switch gears to the other end of the life spectrum, from ocean corals to cactus. How are the cactus species doing with the -the off-the-charts scorching heat and UV radiation? Not so well. New from Reuters.com. Saguaro cacti collapsing under Arizona extreme heat, scientists say. Reports as until recently, the experts thought the plants were perfectly adapted to high temperatures and drought. Arizona's heat wave is testing those assumptions. Are so-called scientists trained and paid to just assume things, or are they not supposed to actually research and investigate And tell the truth and if they did they would know this was coming because the -the off-the-charts UV radiation alone is enough to kill these cactus on top of the temperatures but they didn't know because they're paid not to know the report continues Arizona's saguaro cactus a symbol of the US West are leaning losing arms and in some cases falling over during the state's record streak of extreme heat but the cactus aren't just dying in Arizona I've long since planted many cactus plants near my home in the forest of Northern California. And even here in what was only 20 years ago, a lush thriving forest ecosystem. And now my cactus here are also dying from the extreme heat and UV radiation question. How can a forest survive if the cactus can't? And the answer to that question is the forest can't survive. It isn't surviving. Every fir tree in this forest is in various stages of death. And that is the predominant tree. The fur. Here's a wake-up call. Even if every single form of human activity was immediately halted, including climate engineering operations, total collapse is imminent. It can't be stopped. The planet's miraculous heat-regulating systems, aka Earth's air conditioners, are broken. Polar meltdown, ozone layer, But the fact that we will never know the planet we have once known doesn't mean that we give up, sit down, and do nothing. It means we fight to save anything that's left and every single bear, bat, bee, every creature that is not giving up means that we cannot give up. We are their voice. Without us, they have no voice. It's not just an obligation to fight for them. It is our absolute responsibility. Next headline, new from Scientific American. How can we adapt to live with extreme heat? Here's the answer to that headline, can't be done, not with 8 billion people. Some can survive for a time, but if we continue on the current course, there's nothing to slow this heat down. We are literally on track for Venus syndrome if we continue on the current course. No one gets out alive in that scenario. And again, planetary meltdown isn't a this or that equation, but so many can't. Or won't accept that. So many refuse to believe that looting, plundering, pillaging, and polluting the entire biosphere doesn't have any consequences. But it does. A 100 million barrels of oil a day. That's how much we're going through. We're cutting down the forest. We're paving the planet. We're poisoning the oceans. And that obviously has consequences. Now we have climate engineering on top of all of that. That's the recipe for near-term planetary omnicide. Next headline. So it begins. US supermarkets hit with buying panic as India bans rice exports. Why are they banning rice exports? Because they can't even feed their own population. That's why. That's going to continue to manifest around the globe. More headlines from ABC News Australia. New South Wales communities warned to prepare for wildfires after crews battle more than 800 blazes this month alone. Four times more toxic. How wildfire smoke ages over time gets worse, not better, and they're spraying on top of it. We don't know the totality of toxicity that's falling down through our air column. Quick update on the U.S. lower 48. The climate engineers are robbing rain in the West to further fuel flooding in the U.S. East that provides some temporary toxic surface cooldowns, often with very large hail. From the Northwest.com. Washington state declares drought emergencies in a dozen counties from politico.eu from scorching heat to deadly storms. Europe has no rest from the summer of hell. It's not just Europe from the New York post, Northern Italy pelted by out of the ordinary golf ball size hail. It was actually near tennis ball size as region enters fourth summer heat wave. Yes, things look bad, but don't worry. U.S. elected officials are going to save us. From APNews.com, House Republicans propose planting a trillion trees as they move away from climate change denial. The report says, we need to manage our forests better so our environment can be stronger. That's from Kevin McCarthy. He then said, let's replace Russian natural gas with American natural gas, and let's not only have a cleaner world, let's have a safer world. And the Democrats, just as bad. Both two sides of the same coin. How many will buy into that elected official statement of total delusion? Planting a trillion trees that no longer grow and frack polluting the last of our groundwater. That will give us all a, quote, cleaner and safer world? How many will believe because they want to believe? The truth isn't relevant. Confirmation bias is the tendency to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms or supports one's prior beliefs or values. People display this bias when they select information that supports their views, ignoring contrary information, or when they interpret ambiguous evidence as supporting their existing attitudes. The effect is strongest for desired outcomes, for emotionally charged issues, and for deeply entrenched beliefs. Confirmation bias can't be eliminated, but it can be managed by education, training, and practice in critical thinking skills. Let's cover belief perseverance, also known as conceptual conservatism. That's maintaining a belief despite new information that firmly contradicts it. Such beliefs may even be strengthened when others attempt to present evidence. Contrary to existing beliefs, a phenomenon known as the backfire effect. Here's an ancient nugget of wisdom from the Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius, who said, Your mind will take the shape of what you frequently hold in thought, for the human spirit is colored by such impressions. We are all living in an epoch of mass societal denial and delusion. The vast majority contend to pretend that the current paradigm will magically continue into the future which it won't. The vast majority continuing to tell themselves that the retirement accounts and future plans that were based on the current paradigm matter, but they don't. I could never count or recall how many that have long since left the front line of the fight and even more that never showed up at all, family and former friends included, long gone. This or that dichotomous thought programming still plagues far too many. You're either on the blue team or the red team or that classic line of propagandistic stupidity belched out by George Bush, quote, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. Mr. Bush, as history clearly reveals to any that are looking through an uncolored lens, the two sides you just spoke of are one in the same. What other forms of disaster capitalists are there amongst us? Here's an example from Billy Graham. Here's a statement from his ministry, the Heaven Answer book from Billy Graham, he says, Have you spent time pondering heaven? Where is it? What we'll see? What will eat? Or maybe you've asked yourself the most pivotal question of all, Mr. Graham says. What is your place in heaven? Is it secure? And here's my response to Mr. Graham. Do you know your own scripture? The answer would seem to be no, as the Billy Graham ministry has never, not once, responded to my request to brief them on the most egregious assault ever launched against creation by the human race, weather warfare. What this ministry, and so many others like it, want is compliant, unquestioning sheep to warm church pews with their backsides and that dig deep into their pockets when the hat is passed to them for their weekly tithing. I've met with every major church leader in the Reading region, all the same response, we don't care about the climate engineering assault against creation, it's all in God's hands, they say. What total hypocrisy hiding behind their pulpit and denying their own scriptures that make it crystal clear doing nothing once you know the truth is completely against biblical scripture. Earlier this week, I suffered through a radio episode of Glenn Beck making a mockery of the unfolding planetary meltdown. It seems that for Glenn and so many that share his ideologically based opinion, the already catastrophic earth changes are just made up. Just a big joke. 200 to 300 species of plant, animal, and insect going extinct every single day. 15,000 times the background rate of extinction. A million and a half percent of normal. Just a joke for Mr. Beck. 80 to 90% of insect population decline. Terrestrial and aquatic. Global wildlife population decline of 70 to 80% in the last half century alone. Superheating seas with temperatures of over 101 degrees so hot that everything in those regions of ocean are dead including the coral, the disintegrating ozone layer that is by itself an extremely near-term existential threat and above it all the ongoing climate engineering weather warfare assault with so many of the ideologically rooted sheep on all sides of the orchestrated political divide will never admit to. The hottest places in hell are reserved for those who in times of great moral crisis maintain their neutrality. That's a quote from Dante Alighieri. Question, does the same consequence hold true? For all those that willfully remain ignorant with their eyes wide shut till the moment of impact? Statistically, mathematically, and in actuality, with undeniable factors that are already unfolding in real time, the human race is hurling toward near-term total demise, near-term meaning this decade. If our species remains on the current course, we will take the entire web of life down with us. The earth changes that are occurring in this specific era of time, this epoch, that the science community has labeled the Anthropocene Epoch, a.k.a. the Age of Man, are from activities of man, which of course includes climate engineering, but is absolutely not limited to climate engineering, a conclusion that far too many are irrationally clinging to. It would be impossible to quantify all the forms of damage the human race has inflicted on the planet, Earth, our host, has been treated with unimaginable contempt by far too many, either actively or passively. A reminder of the following timeless words of wisdom from Chief Seattle. The earth does not belong to man. Man belongs to the earth. All things are connected like the blood that unites us all. Man did not weave the web of life. He is merely a strand in it. Whatever he does to the web, he does to himself. Man's war against nature is a war against ourselves. How much more clear can that be at this point? If we're to collectively make a difference at this late hour, it will take all of us. Achieving a critical mass of awareness amongst global populations and military personnel is the only way forward in this fight. If we can fully expose the climate engineering weather warfare operations, we have a chance of stopping the atmospheric assault. If we can do that, we could at least buy time, and that's worth fighting for. Short of this, not only are the planet's last remaining life support systems being decimated by the day, but with these same aerosol spraying operations, the controllers can, at any moment of their choosing, disperse elements that are much more lethal than what is already being sprayed into our skies. If they do this, they could level the playing field, game over, for the majority of populations. Such insanity could be carried out over the course of a single day. Why in the world would we think they wouldn't do this? Here's a reminder of the words spoken by former U.S. presidential advisor Zygmunt Brzezinski, quote, With today's technologies, it is easier to kill a million people than to control them, end quote. Yes, what we face is absolutely that grave. Unfolding and accelerating biosphere collapse is forcing the hand of the controllers. They will likely play much bigger cards soon. Wait and see. So what do we do? First, no fear. Only Focus. We must constantly maintain a sense of unshakable purpose. We must constantly remember and consider the post at which our maker has placed us. It is our individual responsibility, our only responsibility to do our best, to do what's right because it's right in the time we've been given. Forward into the storm. See the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for specific details on how you can help to move this fight forward. Never underestimate the difference a single soul can make in this all-important battle. We're not alone in this fight, and as I stated in the epilogue of the Dimming documentary, any one of us could be the final pebble that triggers the landslide of awakening. We must never give up, ever. Collectively, we can yet make a quantum leap in the right direction, even at this late hour. Until next week, this is Dane Wigington from geoengineeringwatch.org.